The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Hi, I'm Mark McDonald in Quincy at the Quincy University North Campus, where it might surprise you to find that behind this seminary building is another building, and if you go to downstairs, you'll find a state-of-the-art television studio. So it's kind of a broad range of, of, of items that we teach out here at Quincy University, and it actually gives the students kind of a choice of what area they want to excel in after graduation. Mm -hmm. That's on the next edition of Muddy River Gems. Hey everybody, welcome to The Daily Muddy. I'm Ashley Conrad and joining me today is Richard Elson-Peter and Richard is with, uh, together with Tri-State Veterans. Uh, you're basically the facilitator, am I getting that right? That is absolutely correct. Okay, uh, so not basically, you are the facilitator and uh, just in a nutshell, uh, basically we're here today to talk about something very, very important, something that is uh, a very unfortunate statistic, but uh, veterans suicide. Right. It is. Okay. Um, most people do not realize that, um, and I didn't either until I started working with the, uh, this organization that together with Tri-State Veterans, uh, how prevalent suicide is among the um, veterans. Right. Uh, there are actually more veterans that commit suicide in the rural communities than the urban communities. I find that really interesting. And I know we talked about that a little bit before, uh, before going live, but um, it makes sense that rural communities see, you know, a higher, uh, higher incident rate of this, but do you want to give us kind of a, just a small rundown of why kind of facts show or studies show why, why that is? Um, and you're absolutely right. There is no definitive one cause. You know, right. Suicide is a complex issue with many, many different causes. Uh, some people think it's because of this. Some people think it's because of that. Uh, but the studies show that there are more veterans commit suicide in the rural communities, and the reason they believe that is because there's less access, less access to services, uh, more isolation, more access to weaponry. Right. Uh, because about 71% of veterans that commit suicide do it by firearm. Sure, sure. Uh, and I would imagine that a lot of them are, you know like you said, they do have closer access to firearms. So yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. It's very, it's, it's a very big issue. And it's, it's so sad in my mind, because, you know, they, they work so hard, they dedicated their lives to serving, you know, our freedoms, and I think we need to do a better job. So I'm, I'm glad that you're here to talk about what you're doing, uh, what your organization is doing. Can you talk a little bit about how um, together with Tri-State Veterans basically was created? I worked with, um, I'm a two-service, 25-year retired veteran. Thank you for your service. Well, thank you. When mm -hmm. I retired in 2001, I came back into the Quincy-Adams County area. Um, since then, I've helped create four different veteran service organizations, 501c3s, to help veterans uh, through different difficulties. Uh, I am working on my fifth one right now. Uh, and because of some of this great work we've done with some of these other organizations, it was brought to our attention about together with veterans and veteran suicide in the rural communities and they wanted us to try to pick that up here in the Adams County area. Um, I didn't think it was appropriate for the other organizations uh, that I was working with so I went ahead and approached the American Legion okay. because the Together with Tri-State Veterans has to be a veterans-led, veterans-run organization. Okay, so that makes all, sense. Oh absolutely. Mm -hmm. Veterans are much more comfortable talking uh, to other veterans than they are to non-veterans. Right. 
everybody that has a grandpa that served or an uncle that served, and you ask them, what did you do in the military? If you ever served in war, they're usually pretty quiet. They don't like to talk about it. They don't My grandfather didn't it. like to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything. I didn't see anything. Right. Uh, which we all know is not true, but they don't want to relive. So it is much easier for veterans to talk to other veterans because they know there's no judgment. They all know that we've had shared experiences with it. So I approached the American Legion Post. They thought there would be a something they definitely wanted to come on board with. So we created the Together with Tri-State Veterans to help bring that awareness to veteran suicide within the area. Uh, so that's kind of things in a nutshell. And is a, we are um, VA approved, we okay. are VA funded, we are VA uh, sanctioned okay. uh, with this. We had a two and a half year contract with the VA to uh, run this program. And because of some of the great things we're doing, they actually extended that to a three year contract. Great. So we are now in our third year of Together with Tri-State Veterans. Okay, so then how does that, do they just keep extending that if you keep making progress? Or how does that work? Um, we'll see. What the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will see. Okay. Uh, because uh, with it is we have a three-year contract and at the end of that contract, you are supposed to become self-sufficient and continue running this by yourselves I see. Uh, and be self-funded. Okay. Uh, but some organizations continue it some people say that you know we fulfilled our obligation kind of like being in the service sure you fulfilled your contract sure you get out okay uh so we are in our third year uh, of our contract uh we at the end of 2023 early 2024 our contract will be up and we haven't really decided if we're going to continue or if we're going to just let it sunset okay with it so we don't know what's going to happen we okay. don't know if uh, they will say you guys are doing such a great job. We want to continue the sure. contract. So we don't know. So do you see, because I know, um, unfortunately, suicide, you know, in general seems to be increasing. Um, do you see kind of a parallel with, you know, because I would imagine that, yes, veterans um, committing suicide because, you know, they, they the resources, um, you know, kind of the lack of awareness, maybe, or the lack of wanting to talk or, um, you know, all kinds of factors, like you said, uh, combined with general pressure, you know, from society, from cost of living, from, you know, uh, let's even say homelessness. Let's talk, you know, like, do you see the parallel? Um, I guess my question would be, do you see the need for this increasing? Yes. Okay. Unfortunately. Right. Um, the statistics, um, Actually, I was I was surprised. Veteran suicide within Illinois has actually decreased okay. uh, from the last statistics. In 2019, there was about 164 veterans that committed suicide. In Illinois? Uh, in Illinois. Okay. That was in Illinois alone, about 164, I believe, uh, committed suicide in 2019. Mm -hmm. I fully expected those numbers to go up. With uh, yeah. COVID, isolation, uh, job insecurities, food insecurities. Uh, I really did think the numbers were gonna go up. Right. But the last survey that we received is actually veteran suicide in Illinois has dropped. We had 151 veterans in 2020 okay. that committed suicide. So because of organizations like this, because of campaigns like we're doing, we are having an impact. Mm -hmm. uh, but that is again, We'll have to wait and see what these statistics yeah. show on the long run, right. how, how well we're doing. Still 151 too many. That is one is too many. Yeah, exactly. And the sad part is <clears throat> so many times when we are talking to people about veteran suicide, veterans in crisis, veterans homelessness within the tri-state region, 
a lot of people like, that's not here in Quincy. Yeah. You know, there's no homelessness in Quincy yeah. because they don't see it. There right. are no homeless camps in Washington Park. Right. There aren't, you know, uh, people wandering up and down the street. Yeah, typical signs you of, You don't yeah, see right. it. So since you don't see it, you don't think about it. So there are no, you know, according to when I talk to people, there are no homeless veterans within Quincy. There are no... Uh, suicides in Quincy, yeah. but it's not true. Yeah. We lost one just about two weeks ago. Yeah. We lost another veteran to him suicide. When I was part of the Tiny Home Project, we had um, our second recipient uh, received our um, house. Uh, he succumbed to his demons a few weeks ago and committed suicide. So sad. And, you know, like you said, it's not, it, it, is, it is here. It, it does exist. It's yes. unfortunate that um, you know, people have the, because we can't see it, it doesn't exist thing, but, um, it is, it is, it's very unfortunate that we need programs like this, campaigns like this, but I am glad that you, uh, and, and your team are taking it on. Um, what are some specific, I guess, kind of tasks or strategies that you're undertaking to kind of help bring awareness and help people overcome some of these demons? We have in the year and a half, uh, that we started to organize, put things together, educate ourselves on the community. Uh, we came up with a strategic plan of about 18 different topics that we wanted to cover. We then started taking on each one, prioritizing them into what's the first one, second one, third one, fourth one, all sure. the way up to the um, 18th item. Every month we review those. Each month we decide if we want to change the priority on some of those. And one of the first ones we wanted to do was when there are a ton of resources for veterans, but whenever you look those up on the internet, you try to find apps for those things, uh, you'll find out that a lot of these agencies that help veterans are in Springfield. They're right. in Joliet, they're in Chicago, yeah, they're, they're above not Highway local. 80. Mm -hmm. They're not something, you know, and when you're in depression or anxieties, it's hard to get up out of bed and out of your own home, more or less drive to Springfield, sure. call somebody in Chicago to try to get answers and help. Uh, so we wanted to create a veterans resource guide, something that was, you know, local. So we created our veterans resource guide um, to go ahead and help veterans on the local level. So all of the resources here are local resources. Okay. Veterans, you know, there are organizations in here that are specifically veteran. There mm -hmm. are others that are not specifically veteran, but they, veterans are served by them. So we wanted to create that. But now we created it, how do we get it out to people? Sure, sure. So what we did then is we created a veterans resource rack. Uh, that rack holds about uh, five different uh, like pamphlets, pamphlets. Mm -hmm. yeah, brochures mm -hmm. and things like that. So we have, I was told one time, uh, I said, well, create a website. We'll create a website. Yeah. And somebody said, people don't use websites anymore. Yeah. They go to apps. Yeah. Darn, I'm just an old guy. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it changes so quickly. It's I can't even keep up with it either. So well, it is. So we went ahead and um, one of the things we did is we put a apps. You know, so these are veterans, specific veterans organizations or information that veterans can get that are apps they can download to their phone. Uh, we have our veterans resource guide, our 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 you know kind of our brochure about who we are and what we do. Right. Uh, we have a brochure about veteran suicide. Um, for older veterans or gun safety. We started putting those up. Our first one we put up was at the um, Quincy Town Center, okay. Quincy Mall. Uh -huh. So we have about 20 of these put up around the Quincy area. So we have the Quincy Mall is one. We have the 
uh, Blessing Hospital okay. has some. We have it at uh, oh, Smith Brothers. We have it at John Wood Community College. We have them at the police department. We have them at the city hall. We have them at the library. Okay. So we have these up because veterans can be very leery about walking into a clinic or, you know, medical facility and try to ask for help. Sure, sure. Uh, so we wanted to put these where they would be non-threatened. You know, if they're trying to get their steps in, they're just trying to walk a few miles. Right. If we put it up at the Quincy Town Center, they're there you getting go. their miles in. They can stop by and pick it, you know, pick these things up. And it's up. kind of self access and self-help, which is kind of what you said, you know, a, a lot of veterans are, uh, I don't want to call them stubborn because it's not stubborn, but it is definitely, we want to, we're fine. We want to be able to do things on our own. We're used to being self-dependent, right? So this actually, this is a really good way to at least make sure that it's accessible. And you are absolutely right. Veterans are very self-reliant. Yes. They do not want to admit a veteran is always supported, you know, when he was in the service, he was always supported by his team, his right. squad, his company, his platoon. He never went anywhere alone. So they were always dependent on each other, had that family sure. connection with each other. Uh, that's why they call them brothers, right. and sisters, because yeah. they had such a strong connection. But when you get out, that's all gone. Kind of goes away. Yeah. It goes away. You feel very alone. You feel very isolated. You don't feel like you have that support anymore. Uh, so we wanted to go ahead and put it places where they do are comfortable. They can walk in and pick it up and hopefully you know if they have a question they can call us and ask us right or they can you know go to some of the resources that are there so excellent and uh like you mentioned the brotherhood so you are kind of creating recreating that brotherhood uh with together with tri-state veterans since you are all veterans uh again thank you for your service um not just you know in the military but uh carrying it on uh, with this campaign and this program it's very much appreciated by myself and uh, i'm sure a lot of veterans who um, who are looking for help will hopefully reach out and even if they go to one of the self-access uh, racks. So I appreciate you coming on and Not chatting with me. Not a problem at all. Yeah. I appreciate the um, opportunity. Well, Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it. It was nice to meet you. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up, it's Oscar Cliff Notes time with Mr. Ron Kinsher. Quincy Warehouse Bargains is your Quincy Home Improvement Store. It's the only store of its kind in the Quincy area. We offer flooring, mattresses, area rugs, dining sets, couches, appliances, and much more. And have more products to come so we can better serve the Quincy and Tri-State community. Our staff is ready to help you find what you need to make your house a home. Quincy Warehouse Bargains, 4100 North 24th Street, Quincy. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan favorite appetizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? Carryout is available too. Now with the convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300.
Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy. What if there was one thing that could improve your mood, productivity, and well, overall health? There is. It's called a good night's sleep. Harvey's Furniture offers industry-leading beds from Bemco, Chatham & Wells, as well as Spring Air. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. Hi, this is Ron Kincher. Welcome back. It's time for another edition of Muddy River News Oscar Cliff Notes. Who's got Oscar fever? We do, we do. Who's got Oscar fever? It's time for Muddy River's Oscar Cliff Notes. Well, you should know by now that Muddy River News is going through all 10 Oscar nominations for Best Film because there's no way you can check out all 10 films. So it's our duty to fill you in on what these 10 films are about. So today we're going to take a look at the movie Tar. Now, this is about a gal named Lydia Tar. She is a revolutionary composer and orchestra leader, the best female ever and one of the best of all time, flat out protege, flat out genius. And she runs into troubles as she is accused of sexual harassment based on a variety of relationships she's had during the course of her career. Her life starts unraveling, she falls into a state of depression, and life just goes down from there. So, without any further ado, here is Tar with Muddy River News, Oscar Cliff Notes. I'm Lydia Tar. I'm the most successful composer in the world. I've won an Emmy. I've won an Oscar. I've won a Tony. And I've won a Grammy. I've been accused of something awful, horrendous. And I'm starting to see things. I'm starting to hear things. Those that love me no longer love me. What's a girl to do? Hello, everyone. I'm Lydia Tarr. Let us begin. That's another edition of Muddy River News Oscar Cliff Notes. I'm Ron Kincher. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us for Muddy River News Oscar Cliff Notes. Produced by Ron Kincher. Directed by Ron Kincher. Cinematography, Ron Kincher. Writing and editing, Ron Kincherf. Wardrobe, Ron Kincherf. Lighting and sound, Ron Kincherf. And choreography, Ron Kincherf. Join us again next time for Muddy River News Oscar Cliff Notes. Thanks, Ron. Not sure I'll be seeing that one. However, I don't recommend missing Coffee Talk with Britt B and Ash C. We'll see you tomorrow. Muddy River News. Our home, our news.